With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com. shark Everyone, the podcast dedicated to finding the scariest game ever made. I'm your host, John Laswith. Joining me, as always, are my responsible co-hosts. Uh, yeah, it? I'm pretty responsible. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean I, I do. Uh, st- I like. No. I pay my bills and shit. Yeah. yeah, I guess I do that one. Yeah. So Robert Lamb. Uh huh. Say hi to everyone. Hi everyone. Because that's the responsible thing to do. Yep. Kyle Apiar, what responsible thing did you do today? Uh, today I actually mowed my lawn. That's pretty nice. responsible. Yeah, twice. No but one else have a lawn. I have a lawn and then I mow it. Oh, shit. That no, sounds like know. a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can hire people. Grows back fast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then you, you live in a place where there's a lot of uh, home, home challenged people. Homely challenged Homely. gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they do it for like five bucks, but it's the winter. Grass doesn't grow. They live the no. alfresco lifestyle. I don't. I don't mow my. I don't mow my lawn. I just said that yeah. for the podcast. It's a disaster out there. <laughs> you just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. You just wait till someone gets a, a yeah. puts a letter on your door. Till yeah. someone cares enough. Say, yeah. yeah, it says please fix this. Okay, Adam Jetmore, how responsible are you on a scale of one to uh, Mr. Rogers? Oh, that's a hard reference for me. I'm not very familiar with Mr. Rogers. Or the number one. He? <laughs> or, yeah, the number one. I, I wanted to uh, start at Wait, the thing that I was... You don't know who Mr. Rogers is? I mean, I know who he is, but like, I know the sweaters. I know there was the creepy train. Like, But that's about the extent of my knowledge. I know he had a neighborhood. How the fuck did he pull that one off? Yeah. He had a whole Because he was responsible. That's mm, true. Yeah. Mm, is that know. what it was? Yeah. You have to be responsible to own a neighborhood. Because I'm sure Hitler didn't start with a, a whole country. No, no, he, he started, started with a street <laughs> and a dream, <laughs> <laughs> and a so, twinkle uh, in his eye. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, guys, Mr. Rogers wanted to encourage his children. If your parents are up to anything suspicious, you let Mr. Rogers know, yeah. <laughs> and we'll have the secret police arrest him. Uh, yeah. So, guys, it's the first uh, horror play of 2016. Never mind the fact that it's, uh. Like the third week of January, but uh, yeah, we're a little late. It's still, still the first one. Late. Yeah, that this doesn't change the, the fact. One. Listen, <laughs> listeners, you're on horror play time, which means continue release whenever we release, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and whenever hopefully you like. don't stop listening. Yeah, uh, we I don't need know. Bu- busy lives. 
Yeah. Yeah. These games take time to play. Sure. They do. And then sometimes we bail out and play a short one like this. <laughs> and the last three we played. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, we've been busy. You're pulling back too much of the curtain here, guys. That's true. That's right. true. So, guys, what you know games are you playing that aren't horror games? None. Really? Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb Raider. How is that? It's good. Yeah. I, I haven't beat it yet. I'm like halfway through. Did you get on your uh, Xbox One? Yeah. yeah. I haven't really played my PS4 that much. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I've downloaded a lot of indie games for it. They postponed Uncharted 4 again to like yeah, April. They did. <laughs> Bunch well, of it's supposed to be the last Uncharted, so I, I, did, I think you can wait for it. No, can't you? I wanted it this <laughs> last year. Yeah. It was supposed to come out. Yeah, and I, I mean the PS4 has a huge problem with they've been promising big games for a long time, but I don't think there's the Last Guardian has it come out. Yeah, <laughs> like, they've been promising that for years. Yeah, I, I just I don't think they've released anything killer for PS4 yet. There's a lot really of cool exclusive. multi like platform stuff, but there's nothing that's like, oh, I gotta have a PS4. Yeah, the yeah. Final Fantasy VII remake's not gonna come out for a couple of years. I don't. Yeah, think. I think until dawn. I mean, we're gonna play that, but that's the only exclusive one that I even might get. Yeah, so. and I, like I, I don't know if I would play that if it were not for this for horror play. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably not. So. Unless it was like cheaper, like I don't want to spend yeah. full price. Yeah, on if it. it was like forty bucks, yeah, maybe I check it out. Thirty would be. Even I think better. it is almost down to forty now on uh, Amazon. It fluctuates between forty and fifty. You know what's funny oh, is that cool. I was having a conversation the other day, like talking about how expensive games are, and he made a pretty good point. It's that you know games have always kind of been around like the sixty dollars price point. They it's have. just you don't remember as a kid because you weren't the one buying them. It's true. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, you're right. N64 <laughs> games were sixty bucks. Like when Super they came Nintendo out. games apparently were. Around seventy, there were so, there really? were some yeah I think there were some NES games too that were pretty expensive that were like seventy eighty dollars. It's weird that they haven't inflated. I guess that's a good Shh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell them. Well, it's not like yeah because they're listening. Yeah, all the developers are listening to this and like, <laughs> like wait a second, <laughs> yeah. eighty bucks. All right. Damn so it. Sorry, I'm counting on the phone. <laughs> We've been going about this all wrong. <laughs> Big typing machine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Janet. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Anyway, Kyle. Yes. What game are we talking about? Uh, today? Five Nights at Freddy's the third. Uh, the third. The third. The third game. He sounds so proper. Official. Yeah. yeah. Proper. Yeah. My lord. Five Nights at <laughs> <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's the third. My lord. Now, as of this recording, the the fourth game's already out, and also and the, the RPG and the and RPG. RPG. Well, not not anymore. Actually, it's, it's well, out and. And, and taken and back, unreleased, and yeah. refunds. Oh, really? Given. Yeah. Why? He wasn't happy with how it came out. I guess it's kind it of nobody of, was happy with how it came it out. He got a lot of bad reviews. If you looked on the Steam kind of review page, there were like so many bad reviews. Like a lot of complaints were that the game was just it felt super rushed, which is a common complaint for all his games. But it but, was apparently especially true for this one. And what he did was, which is really cool, he pulled the game. Offered full refunds to anybody, regardless of how many hours you played. And he's planning to release the game later on for free to everybody. Yeah, so. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. He, he uh, Scott Cawthon. Scott Cawthon. Cawthon. Yeah, he, uh, the the guy who made the games, like he said that the first four games that he made, a lot of people said they were rushed because they did come out like the same year, some of them. So, like he always got that complaint, but he always felt that the games weren't rushed to him. Like he he felt that he actually spent time and came up with a story. But he did agree with the RPG, and that's why he pulled it out. And, and right. yeah, an RPG is a little bit more in depth than just what these I would are. think so. Yeah, 
instead of the point and click kind of horror. Yeah, games. I I saw the, uh, some screenshots of it when it first released, and it looked kind of cool. But well, if he releases it for free, we'll re- probably review it for some reason <laughs> on here. <laughs> sure, <laughs> maybe as a bonus for Patreon or something. Yeah, right. All right, so tell us about Five Nights at Freddy's 3, Kyle. Well, if you're familiar with the first two Five Nights at Freddy's, there's really not much that has changed. It's basically the same game. You're a security guard in this dark, uh, what would we say, like amusement area. The, in the first game, it was, a, it was a pizzeria. Second game, it was also a pizzeria. Third game, it's now it's like a, a, a tourist attraction, attraction. Yeah. yeah, based off the, the, off, the, off the horrors of the first two. So I guess the, uh, it's become infamous in the years, and now it's, it's, it's this sort of amusement place where you go to get scared as opposed to where you go get a pizza yeah i think it was 30 years after yeah, 30 yeah. years later and the the original one was torn down and it was built on the same property so I, my so question is is this game set like in the current like is it like a the only current setting we have like let's say the first one happened in the 80s second one 90s and this one's now current i mean i, I can never maybe i can never figure out what the what the storyline was like yeah. it was always just vague which this is intentional would ha- it would have to be somewhat current or even older because of the video camera setting like that's true if yeah. it was in the future you would think that the it wouldn't be all staticky yeah every, let's get some hd cameras night. yeah Here's some <laughs> yeah. gopros or something i mean these guys do come to life if it's n- well, although to be yeah. fair like the the cameras kept going out on you so it's yeah. not like it was great technology anyway but that's what i'm saying i think it should be older or at least maybe current i don't know who knows? Or it's just cheap equipment. Right. Yeah, but still. So I don't know how you guys felt, but when I was playing this game, it felt like I was... This is the third entry in the series. It felt like I was watching, like, you know, Halloween, Season of the Witch, or Nightmare on Elm Street 5, or, you know, Halloween 10. Like So I, your favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay. You just listed your top three horror movies. <laughs> yeah, those, I just, those uh, are just top, John's top three movies. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, uh, I think at this point, Five Nights at Freddy's, it's just the franchise aspect of it kind of overlooks like the individual games itself, like the third point in the game. Like you're playing it just because it's a Five Nights at Freddy's game, not just because it's a brand new iteration of the Five Nights at Freddy's experience. Right. You know? I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's more... like, you know, watching like a Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Like you're not watching it because like, oh, like I really... What other about the shitty franchise can you name, like, the, the worst Saw movie of? six. <laughs> Jason 10. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Transformers Age of Extinction. Yeah. Alien Resurrection. Ugh. Well, let's not go that far. So. I don't, AVP that, 2. That was, <laughs> Terminator that was Genesis. Worse, than J- worse than Jason 10. Was that the one where they went to space? Yes. Yeah. Sucks on so many levels. Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> oh shit, that's the trump card right there. Hey, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, open this, water uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, find that's a phrase the first one. Like that was a legitimately good game. It was scary, it was unique, it was fresh. Two was kinda like a unique little spin on it. They add like another layer of strategy. And the third one is just like, oh, okay, it's another go around. Yeah. It's like wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Human Centipede Three. That one I heard was. Really oh, there was a bad. two. I mean, do you think that that was the worst <laughs> one though? Because there was a five hundred person centipede in that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. I, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> like all the ones in the middle, they got to be dead, right? How, or like, oh man, most of that centipede's dead. Yeah, to wait to get all that food. Yeah, you're Can dying. You imagine like, would it just like, it would just get worse. Like the the more it passes, like a uh, yeah, as it's going through the digestive yeah. system, it's gonna so like the last person is it's literally it, like it, the worst. 
Yeah. Please. Yeah. The the nutrients are just gonna oh, get the filtered first, out more and more. Yeah. The first three people are gonna be dragging those other four hundred ninety seven around. Yeah. <laughs> They're just gonna be dead bodies. The thing is, point. like the five hundred person, he's gonna be eating the shit of four hundred ninety nine other people. Yeah. Ugh. Like, That's dumb. Anyway, let's get back to the game. Right. <laughs> just why? Just I don't. Yeah, stupid. I don't know. It just know. it just looks like they they put them all ass to mouth. Like it doesn't even look oh, like yeah. they're sewn together. No, it's not. It's like, please just put your face in this person's ass. Even filming that would be, like, if you're an extra, that sucks. Yeah. (laughs) You got to stay there for a while. Yeah, your Uh, face is in somebody's ass for, like, probably, like, a couple hours. Just so you guys know, adult film star Brie Olsen was in this movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Was she attached to somebody? I have no clue. Did she go ask them out? (laughs) (laughs) You would have to assume. Yep. Oh, man. Nice one, John. (laughs) Anyway, speaking of ask them out. What was everyone's scariest moment of the game? That made sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I went with the Puppet Master, which is, I guess, that, that creature or that, that thing that pops up and just... What made him pop up, by the way? Like, I, I don't know. Really it was clear. random, like in when the you, later nights. When you start hallucinating, yeah. I guess. But it was like, he would pop up and you couldn't do anything. Like, you couldn't check the video cameras. You couldn't reset anything. Essentially, this is like the same kind of gameplay as the other ones, but you mm-hmm. just do different things to keep... One, really one enemy back, Springtrap, who's like another rabbit animatronic. And then you'll see Oh, that's one thing we should mention. The uh like the original characters, like they kinda make an appearance, but they're not like the real bad guys. They're hallucinations, yeah. pretty much. They're, like, they're there's phantom only, versions. The main the enemy is Springtrap, which I think is a new character. Yeah. Yes. And he's the only one and he's just another rabbit. I believe he was alluded to in Five Nights at Freddy's two. I think they mentioned something about another animatronic. Right. Um, but huh. it didn't actually appear in the game. I think one of the, when phone guy was talking to you one time, he mentioned something about another animatronic. Yeah, with see, a spring. When I realized that like the original characters, they don't they weren't playing like a starring role. Like it actually made me kind of depressed. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I mean, Springtrap is cool, but I want to see Freddy and Bonnie and Chica. Yeah, Springtrap just kind of feels like a weird amalgamation of all of them. Right. I'm surprised you just went with another rabbit. Yeah. Like when he already had Bonnie. It's kind of weird. Like my my main complaint of the second one was that there were too many enemies. Like there was just so many and like yeah, so there, many things. There's like the old versions and then and the, the new, new versions. versions. Plus like that that messed up one, Foxy. Plus and the, the Bloom Boy, yeah. Bloom Boy. Yeah, all all those. And it's just like it's just too much going on. I do like that they scaled back in this one. It's a little bit a little simpler, and uh, you only had that one enemy. And I don't know, it was it's still kind of the same gameplay, still kind of the same atmosphere. So I think it worked. But yeah, I agree, like having the old characters would have been kind of cool. I don't know. Well, in a more meaningful role. Right, right, right. right. I do I do like that the power management thing was gone like, yeah. altogether. Um I, I liked the gameplay here a lot better yeah. than one. I like the like the system shutting down and you having to reboot them and things like that instead of of worrying box. about like Closing your doors and turning your lights on and, and going and winding this thing. I, right. It, it's nice that you didn't have to really go, like, check a specific room to have to do some activity. Like, it just it being scaled back. I yeah. Think, yeah. But like, two. Ultimately, it just re- it replaces one repetitious thing for another. It's like instead of making sure that you had, you know, you go wind the music box up and then you go and check to see if you had the right. And That's why the gameplay is similar. Yeah. It's, it's just like it, it just replaces all that shit with. You have to reset the audio device or the camera system after a certain amount of times that you look like a certain amount of times after you do the audio thing, you got to reset it or right. the, the camera system and the ventilator. You also have to reset. So 
It just replaces that with the, the, the goddamn wind-up music box and the flashlight and all that. Yeah. But that was, I mean, that's my scariest. I, I, the puppet mask. Because whenever he showed up, like, it was just, like, really random. And it was, like, the, the music was, like, screeching. And you couldn't do anything. Yeah. Right. For me, literally, just the, the first jump scare. Then after that, it's like, oh, it's, yeah, it's another Five Nights at Freddy's. Then you just, I just get pissed off. I'm like, fuck you. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of how I felt this time too. The first real jump scare I got, I actually wasn't sure if it was scripted or not. Um, I oh, think it, yeah. I think it came in the second night, uh, like because it, you know this one, like the first night, you literally did nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. You just sat there and listened to the story the whole time. And the second night, I felt kind of towards the end of the recording, you had to listen to. Um, I was just messing around, and one of the phantoms popped up at me. And that was it. And I was like, was that supposed to happen right there? Because it kind of seemed like I couldn't control anything for a few seconds. Right. And then that happened. And then after that, I was like, all right, I get it, Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think for me is when I saw kind of Freddy's shadow walking across that window of your office. Because, like I said, like, I, like, uh, I love the original characters. So seeing Freddy just kind of brought back kind of scary memories from the first game. But also maybe the press when I realized that well he's not doing like anything meaningful in this game, but it was still scary to see him just kind of kind of stalking the outside of the window. So yeah, Did you get yourself. I think that, that was. <laughs> I was trying. I see you just like trying to stretch and then contort yourself because I'm trying to get angle. everybody in the picture and I yeah. can't. I can't now wait I can Instagram you it. Break down and buy a selfie stick so we can all make. No way! Uh, yeah. I will never do that. I'll bring my selfie stick in. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just get a stick from outside and take my phone to it. <laughs> I would respect that. Yeah. It's kind of like what, leaves Kyle. on it and like a caterpillar. Bring in your selfie but, stick and then we'll still make fun of Robert. Okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but here's here's the problem with the design in yours. You need something to click the button. Ah, and another stick. Another stick. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Since you have an iPhone, it's got the that screen where it, it detects the electrical impulses for your finger. So, so I need a severed finger yes. on the end of the stick. Exactly. Aha. So we murder somebody, but who? Uh-huh, yeah. Or we just get that person that we're going to murder and force them to press the button. Oh yeah. And they just become our slave. Okay. Mm. Maybe even a sex slave. For the studio, for the studio, for the studio, for, the studio. for business, they, they stay in here for business purposes. We'll, we'll <laughs> dark pretty quickly. <laughs> we'll table this one for now. We'll get back to it after the show. We we'll can put, put them under on the, the table. table. Yeah, yeah, under the table. <laughs> Why don't we uh, take a break here? <laughs> I feel like uh, you know, you all the like sex what? slave talk is. Yeah, we need we need to go hash this out because I'm liking yeah. the sev- severed finger idea still. Okay. Yeah. We need to discuss this off the air. Then let's take a break and really talk about this sex slave severed finger thing. Let's really get to the bottom of this. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Hey, guys. I have a problem. What's that? I love reading books. That's not the problem. Seems like a problem. Right. But I love reading books, but due to a a baking accident, Mm -hmm. I've lost my, uh, my vision. I'm uh, blind now. Okay. Yeah, we didn't mention that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so matter. I uh, no. I mean, do you really need to? I can't. I can't see nah. anymore. I can't see anymore. So I, how am well, I how supposed you, to? How did you play all those horror games? He listened to them. Yeah, yeah. I, I told him about everything that was happening. So I'm in a and I'm pickle here. Yeah, I like reading books, but I can't see anymore. You were baking a pickle. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's probably he what caused the explosion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
So yeah, many questions. Pickles, yeah. I have a lot of questions because I didn't know this until just now. And I was wondering why you kept bumping into things. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you know. Yeah. Okay, so, what's the problem? I I love reading books. Loves reading books. But I can't see anymore. But he can't see. So Do you guys have a solution of some sort? Nope. Let's move uh, on. Oh, wait. Kyle has I one. think I got one. Okay, well. Really? Uh, yeah. I think you better fucking go to a doctor, man. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> I did. I did. Okay. He gave me some cream. Right. So. For your eyes. Yeah. Okay. It tracks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? While you're in the waiting room, you can check out audible.com. What? Really? Yeah. What's they got, that? They got 180,000, more than that, more than 180,000 audiobooks for you to listen to. Audiobooks? Like 180,000 in one? That'd uh, be more. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. They always say over 180,000. Like, what does that mean? Like, 180,000 in one. 180, yeah, 180,000 in one or why two. You, why don't you say, like, up two or... Yeah. No, because they Because say, it's over. Yeah, it's over. it's over. So they're saying we but, have more than yeah, that. We, we, if we they said up to 200,000, yeah. that would mean like they cap at 200,000. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then you'd be like, shit, what happened? Yeah, they only have 200,000. Like 200,000 and one. They books. add a title that to send out a press release. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so guys, up to 200,000 and one books now. Kyle, as a blind person, why would I? Why should I go to Audible? Well, you know what? Uh, Audible has audiobooks for you. Audiobooks. Not only that, but it's audiobooks that are sometimes narrated by famous people. So you're oh, saying shit. that I don't have to see to believe. I can just listen you to can believe. Just listen. <laughs> the one thing I would recommend when it comes to Audible is not to do like Kyle suggested and check Audible out in the waiting room of the doctor's office since uh-huh. you can't see. Right. Yeah. You might want to have a loved one whom you trust. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Download your book for you. That's right. true. Because you won't know you what you're downloading. Waiting room. <laughs> you guys have any recommendations while I'm uh, listening? Well, to I just read own. The Martian by Andy Weir. And oh, it's nice. narrated by R.C. Bray. So oh, check that out. One. Here's check a question. If a blind person goes to see The Martian, he wouldn't see it's it. It's basically just listening to an audiobook, right? Right. Yes. Okay. But still, go to Audible <laughs> and try it out. Like, yeah. listen to the actual book. Yeah. It's a little different than the movie. That's what I've heard. Yeah, any device you have, they, they can hook you up with an audiobook for that. For free, if you go to audibletrial.com slash shark. I guess you have to add that one in there, too. You might want to. Yeah, I might say the promo code. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, audibletrial.com slash shark. Free audiobook, free 30-day trial. Free 30-day trial. Get well soon, John. Welcome back to Horror Play. Well, that was a very spirited discussion. Uh, I'm yep. glad you guys decided on uh, getting the sex slave, but still letting me get the severed finger. Oh, yeah. It's from the win. sex slave. Yeah. 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 We just you, took uh, it from you, you talked a good talk. I really I think. No. I don't know why I didn't see that from the beginning. Yeah. That yeah. was clearly the way the, that was to the go the whole option. time. Listen, you got you to gotta meet in the middle. Yeah, life's all about compromise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of compromise. Yep, yep. Why don't we uh, compromise about some ratings? Yeah, that's something. Is that, that where you're going? <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what we do. Sure. We uh, all agree on we, our ratings. We always compromise about yeah. the ratings. I say one time we should actually just like respectfully talk about everybody's ratings and just kind of go with it to nah. see how it goes. All right, whatever. Like all right, here we go. So <laughs> if you haven't listened to Horror Play before, which you should because it's Five Nights at Freddy's 3 and you should at least listen to the first two of those if you're going to listen to this Why one. Why would you choose this episode to be the first one you listen to? That's what like, I'm saying. I'm just curious. Yeah. If you, if you did, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we I just lost you. a new We listener. all hate you. 
<laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, we have a rating system that we use. Um, obviously, we're trying to find the scariest game ever made, but we also have four other cate- or three other categories that we judge the games on: immersion, story, and gameplay. Immersion uh, encompasses atmosphere, music, sound effects, creativity, graphics, where we immerse in the game. Story is plot, characters, and enemies. Gameplay is the controls and level design, and then the last and uh, fourth category is scariness, which is just how scary was the game. So let's start off with going with immersion, where we immerse in this game. Um, I gave it a 7 out of 10, John a 6.5 out of 10, Kyle a 6 out of 10, Adam a 6 out of 10. (sighs) Wow. Yeah, it didn't do anything special. (laughs) I gave it the same rating I gave the first two. I felt like it was pretty similar. Yeah. And that's the only reason why I gave it a 7. I give this game a little bit less than the original game because it was nice that the game kind of went back to basics because the second game, they just introduced like a lot of stuff. Yeah. This one, like, yeah, they went back to basics, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I felt it, it felt like the impact was not as strong. I agree. You know, it didn't feel like I was watching Halloween 1. I was watching Halloween Season of the Witch. Jesus, John. So. <laughs> God, we get it. At All what right. point? At what point does like, the security guard's head turn to spiders? That would have been cool. That would have actually been. I would have been okay with that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it definitely getting into this one. I really liked the first two, but there was just a, a fatigue to it. Yeah, it's I. I've done it. All right. It it didn't really. The games don't change enough. I mean, two he tried to add a lot to, but we're complaining that it was too much. But it was too much. He could have he could have cut a few things out, and they would have been some good new additions to the game. But yeah. there was, there were too many that you had to try and juggle suddenly. Yeah, that's why I, I actually liked this one a little bit better than two. Uh, not much, but just because of the fact that there's just so much to do, it just felt like overload and like too yeah. many yes. characters. At least this one felt a little bit more confined. Oh no, I'm opposite. You know yeah. what it was? You know what it was like. So the first game, you had like the two doors on both sides. The second game, you didn't have any doors. You were just like in a wide open room. Yeah. This one, you well, just have like the close? one. What's that? Didn't the vents close? No, oh, yeah, you just turned yeah. the lights on. Yeah, you turned yeah. the lights yeah. on. Yeah. But this one, you just had like that one door, and you got obviously the vents. And it just felt like this one, like. And one enemy, basically. You felt the safest. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It's just like, because like this one, like you weren't, you didn't feel as exposed. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's part of the reason why I didn't feel immersed. I, I didn't feel like I was in danger. Yeah, because like you had that audio cue to play an audio in a room and mm. to lure right the yeah. animatronic away. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like just having like that one door or like that one entryway just kind of it kind of hindered the immersion aspect of the game. Yeah, really. You felt too safe, basically. Yeah, I, I'll I, agree I, with I, that. Me too. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> well, let's go to story then. Uh, story is plot, characters, enemies. I gave it a 6.5, John a 5, Kyle a 3, Adam a 4. Again, I kind of kept it similar. I think that was a 14, actually. You gave it a 14 wow. out of 10? Yeah. Can you, te- you double-check my paper, please? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's going all out. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I didn't know the ratings were going to get this crazy. <laughs> Let me average it out again. Now, uh, yeah, I, again, I kept it kind of similar. So I I know I rated uh, it m- this one the lowest out of what I've... Well, I don't remember what I put on the first one, but I remember the second one I was a little bit higher. I think that was around a 5.5 or a 6 for story. Mm. But on this one, like, 
I liked the whole aspect of it, of it kind of being secret and really no one knowing what was going on. But it just annoyed me this time around. I was yeah. like, just just make it a little bit more clear what happened yeah. here. Yeah, it's, it's that's kind of what you get because in between nights, you again, like the second one, you play these kind of 8-bit games. And it's like you play as different characters and you keep getting attacked by this one purple man the purple or something man. like that. That's, and I guess he was Dave, or David the Tennant. One. David Tennant. David Tennant, yeah. <laughs> and uh Come back here, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> but uh yeah, and he just he keeps attacking and like ripping apart the animatronics and you don't know what that is, and then you kind of figure out some more stuff with that, but it still isn't like fully fleshed out. But again, I feel like every horror game we play they never have like a legit story. They don't, except for maybe The Last of Us. Yes, The Last of Us. The only was... one that was like pretty straightforward. Like I got what was going on. Everything else is just like so fucking random. Sometimes this one feels even more obscure though because it's kind of. Well, I think the first was the best. Like that kind of. Okay, so what's the story of the third one? Basically, this is like, it's it's. I think it's set like thirty years. Yeah. Later than the, some time. The events that happened in the original game, that's kind of like become like an urban legend. Yes. Kind of. Right. right. And right. the the end that happened in the second game, I think the second game actually predates the first game. That's what I thought too, but... Really? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I've heard there is... Uh, I, I think the second game takes place before the first game, mm-hmm. which would kind of make sense with the, the additional uh, animatronics and stuff and them having new animatronics right. and things. And it, it just looked... The facility looked better Newer. in general. Yeah. 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 And then I think this one might take place 30 years it after is. the closure of the first game. So they were trying to like make like a, like a horror house. But based I, apparently, on the urban the, I think what happened is there's a man who killed children. Yes. And Which is the purple man. Right. right. And, and the children inhabit the animatronics. Yes. Right, they put them in the suits. So there's a good ending and a bad ending. Spoiler alert if you haven't played the game, but the good ending is somewhat like the kids escape. The suits, and yeah, the bad ending is they're still kind of There's the suits. more hidden mini-games, I think. Right, you and that you can play, yeah. and little secrets you can find. And if you play all of the mini-games, then you get that good ending, and I think it shows like a scene of uh, the purple guy hiding in the spring trap suit from the animatronics, and then it malfunctions, and he dies. Okay, so let me get this straight. The first game, the original animatronics, they were actually... Possessed by the spirits of the dead children who were murdered. That's yes. Yeah. That's that's and the Spring heavy Trap theory. was the original killer. Yes. Okay. Well, he was he was the purple man who killed the kids. Did the but purple man? Did he? Were there any references to him in the first game? No. 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 But in the second one, I think there were. Yeah. Yeah. There was those Atari yeah. mini games. That's that's another reason people think that it takes place before the first game because it, it kind of shows the murders in there. So they think that the purple man killed the kids who then possessed the animatronics. Right. And then um, in this one, the animatronics are coming after the purple man who then hides in the spring suit, the spring man suit or whatever the fuck, a spring trap suit. Um, okay. And you hear in one of the recordings while you're playing that... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm derailing, I'm derailing the whole thing. Robert was selfing at the corner of my eyes. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, no, I'm taking pictures of everybody. You you hear in the course of the game that that the the spring trap suit could fit a person or an, an exoskeleton in it, but then they recommended not to put a person in it because it would malfunction and kill you. And that's what it did. And that's what it did at the end of the game to the to purple man who then possessed the spring trap suit. Right. 
That's okay. it. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> and the the whole reason it's spring trap in this one is because the original museum was torn down. Uh-huh. So the the people who rebuilt this building are looking for things and they have like a paper plate or like a party hat or something like that. Oh, I see. And the first night they're about to close down if they don't find something and then like the beginning of the second night they're like we found one. So nice. they find spring trap and that's why that's the only monster. Oh. Nice. But Definitely miss the old guys. Yeah, but yeah. There's also like a fourth game, so I wonder what the story. Yeah. Can't wait. Goes after that. Uh, I do know that you play as a baby in that. Yeah, one. I oh, do nice. know that too, nice. which is interesting. Really? Yeah. Hmm. All right, let's move on to gameplay. Uh, all right, gameplay is basically. I feel controls. so informed now. Do you? I, know. I feel like I'm a, a Five well, Nights at Freddy's expert. I like that. That's a good. It's actually not bad. It's a good story, but like, yeah, I, I was I was really interested in the games when we first or played the first couple, so I was looking into them a lot. So I kind of know. Yeah, I read way about too much it. about the story. Well, I read about it after we played this one because I wanted to kind of get more of the story for the third game. I think he even put out a an Amazon like a, a Kindle book. Oh, <laughs> recently, <laughs> um, and that actually kind of tells some of the story. Okay, that's pretty cool. Instead of the speculation that goes on on the internet. Yeah, right. well, there's always going to be that. Yeah. All right, gameplay, controls, and level design. I gave it a 6 out of 10. John, a 5.5. Kyle, a 2. Adam, a 6. Uh, I had pl- I played this game. <laughs> we all look at Kyle. I know. Well, I knew. I knew. I knew because I, I I'm the I'm probably the only one that played this on my iPad. Nope, uh, I did. You did. Yep. The, the whole, this fucking map thing took up the entire like camera screen. Did I it? I had no yeah no fucking clue what was going on when I was on my iPad and like I couldn't see Pat like through all of like the camera things and and. and it, it just yeah. felt really clunky. It did. The 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 video screens were really small. And the map did take up a good portion of it. So it really was hard to see uh, some of them sometimes. I did not fault it for that, personally. That's fine. It was, but it was dark. I couldn't. Uh, you didn't but, know what was going on, especially in the game where like you have to figure it out for yourself. And I don't. I'm not knowing knowing what to expect, having played the the last two. Like, is Foxy going to start running at me at some point? Right. Uh, is am I going to have to look out for the balloon kid, or am I going to turn anything? What's the deal with the with the the the, the audio box? And so, well, that's the thing is like this game is definitely all the Five Nights at Freddy's games are kind of like. A lot of repetition and learning the patterns and learning what to do. Yeah. And like sometimes you can go online and say, like, you know, how do I get past night three? And so what was the come up pattern with ideas. for this game? The what pattern is you basically, since there's only one character, Springtrap, it's finding where Springtrap is, and you can always lure him away by clicking on a room that's adjacent to it and clicking that, that sound bite, which is Balloon Boy or whatever. Right. And then if he's in the air, like if you hear air vents kind of thumping around, like you. You click on the map area, and you click on the air vent, and you have to close the door. That's pretty much what you're doing back and forth. And then whenever one of your systems shuts down, you reboot that and go back to the camera system. And you're kind of going back and forth. That's pretty much what you're doing, and you just have to monitor that. And whenever a hallucination comes up, just hurry up and fix that. So, I mean, that's There was a way to kind of bypass the hallucinations. Right. I think it was like every time you see Shadow Freddy, you just bring up you know, a monitor real quick. Right. You know, before he walks across. If you see like you know, like a face on one of the camera monitors, you just have to change uh cameras 
really quick. But that's stuff you have to pick up on right. the more you play it. It's not something you're gonna like learn yeah. right away. Yeah, repetition is it's the key. Repetition to saying like, why did this happen this time? Like repeatedly, and like and then you have to figure it out. Towards the end of it, it's like you're, it's whoever's if whoever's got the fastest finger. You just like keep if you can do that repetition, do that cycle, cycle through it as fast as you can, and faster and faster. That's yeah. that's how you beat it. You know what was really tough because like a key element of gameplay is trying to figure out where Spring Trap is. And he was. I don't. I don't really fault him for doing this. I think it was kind of cool, but like he's like really hidden, yeah. like in the uh, the camera screens. Like he's not like in the middle. He's always like towards the side or in the corner. That was really hard for me at first because, uh, like Kyle mentioned, the uh, the map the took map. up so much on the um, on the, the video monitor, yeah. and it was dark. But then I just realized I needed to turn my brightness up. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> well, so he he still was hard to find. It was really that. clever that he would kind of be tucked in the corner, just like peeking out from behind a wall. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, no, you you had to pay attention. You couldn't just mindlessly play play this game. Right. So, yeah. I think it's uh, it's your classic Five Nights at Freddy's experience. You know, it's probably the simplest out of all the games. I wish yeah. this was the second one. That's what I'll say. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because, I, I mean, this, I think that this one was a lot better than the second one. Um, I just think this one threw too much at you. Yeah, it's just too. It's too. You have to put on the mask. You have to wind the music box. You have to check the vent. And, and there's the like literally like eight to ten enemies that. Yeah. And you're not sure what if, works and what doesn't work. Yeah, you have to figure all that out. It's like it's just a lot. If this was kind of a, a tweaked version with the original cast of characters or animatronics, maybe with a couple added. Yeah, I think I mean, it they, they been brought back cool. the fan. That's something, yeah, right? That was cool. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, the original voice guy on the team. Yeah. All right, let's just go to scariness. How scary was this game? I gave it an 8 out of 10. John, a 6.5 out of 10. Kyle, a 3 out of 10. Adam, a 6 out of 10. All right. Kyle, Robert. Explain yourselves. Fight! <laughs> I I don't like jump scares. It's just they're there dumb. They're cheap. It's... And it's, oh, that's all yeah. this is. Like, no, there's no, it, they don't build up blows. any kind of out atmosphere. They're not building any sort of tension here. They're not really, they're not yeah. scaring me through a story. It's just, when is the fucking thing going to pop out of me? Oh, and an uppercut. Wait, sure. Robert stumbles back. Okay. <laughs> uh, my retort. <laughs> um, basically, I judged it on the other games. Uh, I rated this game pretty similar to the other ones because I felt it didn't really do anything. Mm. Too different, but it was it was pretty uh, like I, oh, I Robert think, with a wild haymaker, right? I think it was a little uh, less scary than the other two, um, but n- not much. I think like if I played this game first than the other ones, I think it would have been pretty scary. Oh yeah, like the other ones. Yeah, but I agree. that's kind of the only reason why I gave it an eight was because of how I rated the other ones. And I wanted to mm-hmm. kind of keep it similar because I think as a game, it's it's pretty similar to the other ones. It's not really the only thing I will admit that is the jump scares. I think some of them did work, but I don't think the spring trap ones worked. Whenever he showed yeah, up, just it just up wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't scary. Like, the, oh, yeah. When Foxy jumped out, like the hallucination of Foxy yeah. and all the hallucinations when or Puppet Master when they showed up, that was kind of made me, you know, something jump back. about the original characters that's just really creepy. I also yeah. I feel like I, I think what um, you were saying earlier how it just feels like the safest you've been. Yeah. I think that really hurts too because in the first one it. it Felt really tense the whole time. The door and this thing one was it, so good in the first one. Yeah, this one it, I I don't know. It felt a little more relaxed the whole time. It's like, well, most of these hallucinations can't hurt me. Like, there's only one real threat here. I also think the fact of having the one door, and then if he was in the door, like you can never really escape it. Whereas, like, 
in the first game you had those doors that you could shut the door real yeah. fast. And as long as you had battery <laughs> yeah, you life, see, like, you could Chica just, just like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you could just hope that they were gone. And I think that that kind of amped up the tension. Yeah, yeah. This one, like, there was like, you know, it was simpler. There was no kind of management of anything. You were just checking stuff. The the system reboots that seemed kind of random at times. Like it didn't really seem like, you know. You were just like uh, on a time limit. It just like randomly. Uh, yeah, it would it would definitely just go off at random times. Well, I know I know sure. through in watching the playthroughs that as you get towards the the higher levels, you it literally you you use it two times and then it's yep. you've got to recharge. Yeah, it. it's a lot. The recharge is a lot quicker. Pay, like the the pace of it goes a lot faster in the later yeah. nights. Yeah. So I get this game. I think I rated it a little bit less scarier than the original game, which. Yeah, I sounds about right to me. I know, so. I definitely did. I, I remember I gave the first one a nine, and I gave the second one an eight point three. Yeah, you just won a Monsters. six. Yeah, so a lot less. Yeah, but again, it was just kind of Five Nights at Freddy's fatigue. Uh, yeah, I think Agreed. it is. Maybe we'll wait a little bit longer till we do the fourth one <laughs> or something. I don't know. Um, all right. I, I think it was just I kind of knew what to expect. The, yeah. the fourth one seems kind of completely different. D- it so does maybe... look different from like the the gameplay footage. Yeah. I haven't watched too much, but maybe I that's why I'm just an RPG screenshots <laughs> and the RPG. We'll yeah. wait. We'll wait to the next time we're playing a long game and got to bang out a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> because we can't beat the long game fast <laughs> yeah. enough. That's oh, like our biggest issue. Let's also not forget the explosion of Funko products. Really? Yeah. There's so many Five Nights. Like at first, I there it was just like Five Nights at Freddy like mini blind boxes mm-hmm. from Funko. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I got a follow-up picture that showed like pencils and Hot Topic now owns it or some shit. I think it's like, it's become like kind of a cult hit. Yeah, where like it people definitely are just, Like really how ha- it has that cult following. There's a movie coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. And the RPG. I mean, that's the thing. It's got, it's <laughs> got all these, Christ. it's got a comic series. It's, it's, yeah, it full, really blew full up. Full size action figures, pencils, plushies. I do think it's a cool idea, and I'm glad. Like, I like the game. Hey, kudos in general. to Scott Catan yeah. for striking while the iron's hot. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Make your money. Yeah. And get out. I, I think they're decent <laughs> games, even though we're rating them lower. Like, I think they're still decent. Oh yeah, games. yeah. It's not a for bad the price. Game. And still one of more unique games out there. Not just in the horror, but just games in general. Yeah, definitely yeah. recommended. If I would, if if this was my first playthrough, I would have rated it a lot <laughs> higher across the board. But it, after the third time, and it's nothing really new, and I know what to expect, right. it's like eh, I'm not really going to give it too high of a score. Yeah. Well, if you take all the scores and you average them out, it gets a five point six. But since we're worried about scariness, if you average out all the scariness scores, it gets a five point nine. A five point nine. Which actually puts it pretty low, like a lot lower than the second one, which I think came out to like a seven point something. Yeah, five point nine. Five point nine puts it at although this isn't an updated list. Not an updated list. list. But That's it's between fine. Among the Sleep and Silent Hill. Where um, is it in reference to the other two games? Uh Five Nights at Freddy's one has an eight point one, and then Five Nights at Freddy's two has a seven point seven. So a lot lower than those. Right. I guess it's hard to keep being scary and original. Yeah. You know. It is. I think a lot of the sequels that we're gonna play, like Resident Evil and stuff, like they, it's hard to keep it fresh and scary. I can think of very few exceptions yeah. where the sequel is actually scarier, like Silent Hill Two. But even that, like, yeah, Silent Hill Two. But then, like, the later Silent Hill games, yeah, it's, not so much. It's normally the first couple. Like, yeah, I say the first, the first one, one will have a good idea. Good. Yeah, and then the second one will really improve on it. And 
Right. I don't know. I, I just, I think the biggest problem is just, like you said, feeling so safe the whole time. That really yeah, kind of cuts down on the, the, the scary factor there. Right. Well, I think he just wanted to uh, kind of simplify it. Because two was kind of got kind of crazy there with the complexity, right? Mm-hmm. So he scaled it back, but at the expense of the scariness of the game. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I'll agree with that. Which, as far as horror games go, it's very unfortunate. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. Uh, any final thoughts on Five Nights at Freddy's Three? I still like it, but yeah, it's definitely not as scary as the previous iterations. Yeah, fun but unoriginal. Yeah, I agree. Really, the third game is unoriginal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, <sighs> it would be like I don't know something like maybe Star Wars Seven Fri- <laughs> or that or Friday the Thirteenth Part Three or yeah. you know any of those. Uh, if you're a fan <clears throat> of the first two games, go ahead and play this one. Yeah, uh, might as well just don't play expect it. anything new or anything really scary. So. Yeah, you're not going to get... I think you'll get more jump scares and more actual frights yeah. in the first two games. Yeah. Download it on your phone. Play it while you poop. Yeah, Maybe there you scare go. Your poops Play it on your phone, yep. your iPad, your Zune. Yeah, still definitely there. a Zune. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, guys. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for what games we should play, drop us a line at sharkjopper.com. Sharkjopper.com slash list. If you want to see all the games we played, rank from scariest to least scariest. And Robert, what else can they find at sharkjopper.com? Uh, you'll see all of our podcasts, all of our fictional and non-fictional podcasts. Uh, I'm not going to name them. They're up there. They're, they're, on, there. The, they're on the homepage <laughs> and they're on the podcast them. page. You I forgot, forgot everyone that we do. Yeah. But also go to Patreon because I think we're going to start putting some bonus content on there, even for Horror Play. Yeah. And we also got bonus content for all of our other podcasts on there. We're starting to really update it more. Our sex slave discussion will sex be Sex slave. We should really so. get into it. <laughs> Oh, well. um, but yeah, once we find it, we will. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, once we find him slash her, whoever it is. Uh, I prefer just it. It. Okay. I mean, cousin it. Cousin whatever. it. Okay. I mean, it was all too, in that too much hair. It'll be a hairy hand. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, visit Patreon. Anything a dollar or more, you can donate. And even if you just want to donate a dollar a month, which would be twelve dollars a year, that'll help us out greatly. So yeah, if you can do that, visit Patreon. Twelve dollars a year, Shark we could buy like twelve really crappy games on Steam. Or 12 double cheeseburgers. Nope, not double. Make doubles. Make doubles. Make doubles. Or make pick two. That's true. But you can do that six times. That's uh, that's two hours. Yeah, all right. (laughs) All right. uh, For my co-hosts, Robert, Kyle, and Adam, I've been your host, John Rossman. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.
shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.